welcome to track number two of I Come Seeking Fruits. Are you blessed by the video? Are you impressed by the video? You should be very impressed by the video. You are seeing different countries, different towns, night after night after night after night after night, campaigning for souls. Hallelujah. You should be impressed with such things. You should like such things. If you don't like such things, you have the wrong spirit. Yes. All right. And anytime we are watching the video, it's, it's not a time to go to the toilet. It's a time to watch the video. It's part of the, camp- the uh, Congress, the <laughs> retreat, the summit. <laughs> How many want the Holy Spirit to be in you? Now, let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And verse 12. What does it say? 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse number 12. What does it say? It says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Amen. You see, what is important is that the Holy Spirit, a spirit, is a spirit, Okay, a spirit makes you aware and conscious of certain things. A spirit. Because one of the places that the spirit affects you is your mind. Now, when you have the spirit of the world, you become conscious of world, things of the world. And you become like the world. That's not the Holy Spirit. Look at the verse. I didn't write the Bible. We have received not the spirit of the world. So in the church, you can, the alternative spirit to the spirit of God is the spirit of the world. That's the alternative. And most churches or many churches have now the spirit of the world, not the spirit of God. And so because they have the spirit of the world, The preaching centers around things of the world and raises your awareness of things in the world and the attraction to the things of the world. The wealth, the success, millions, dollars, the world cities, the world nations. So when you mention places like Tatale in Ghana or Rundu in Namibia or Katima Mulilo, it doesn't sound like Martin Luther Boulevard. Does it sound like Martin Luther Boulevard? Does it sound like Los Angeles? San Diego? San Francisco? Does it sound like that? When you, when, you want, when you mention certain names, it's almost like some pictures start passing through your mind. 
True or not true? True. But when you mention seven towns, Gulu in Uganda, Bandai in Ghana, other pictures start coming to your mind. Yes. So these world's great cities, world's achievements, world's universities, the monies of the world, the things of the world, the glamour, the glitter, and the, the, the goals of having such things as our goals are because of the spirit of the world. That's in the church. As against the spirit of God. Whatever spirit you have, it will reveal to you things of that thing. Look at the verse. <laughs> I don't want you to be angry with me. Just be angry with the verse directly. It says, now we have received not the spirit of the world. And that's why people love mortgages, love debts. They love banks. They love all these deceptions and delusions because they are the things of and in the world. Yes. I mean, the country which has the biggest debt is America. I mean, you just imagine that the richest country has more debts than anybody else. But you see, when I was doing maths, zero was greater than minus one million. Did you study that in school? Zero is bigger than... I don't know which, what subject it is, but zero is bigger, greater than minus five, minus 5,000, minus 500, minus 5 million. If I have zero and somebody has minus 5,000, I'm richer than the person. That's my understanding of maths. Am I right or wrong? Yeah. But the world tells you, what is your credit rating? Your credit rating or your credit score, your credit... Credit what? Credit score. score. That is nonsense. It's nonsense. It's a, it's a bait thrown out to you to come and borrow money. You don't need no credit score. I don't have no credit score. I don't know anybody. I don't have no credit score. I'm living normally. I don't, I don't have to owe somebody. What do you mean by I have to owe you? It's absolute garbage and nonsense by people who couldn't qualify to do science. Yes. People who couldn't do science. They're creating, they're creating words and creating nonsensical word salads. Yes. Now, schizophrenia is a mental disease which means that the person, I don't know if there are psychiatrists here, is out of touch with reality. This is the main thing. He's out of touch with what's real. People don't like real things. And when you get to a point where you are out of touch, with reality, that's schizophrenia, which is the Mercedes-Benz of mental illnesses. It's it's like the it's like the supreme mental illness. Yes, it's the ultimate. Yes, and I think there must be some psychiatrist somewhere. Doctor, am I saying the right things? This is a psychiatrist right here. Please come nearer, so that the people think I'm just making up of words. What I'm saying, is it, is it true? Yes, Bishop, it's very, very true. Tell the people. Um, there are three things we use to diagnose um, schizophrenia, which is the most severe mental illness. So that's the Mercedes-Benz. That is the highest. And we still don't have a solution to that condition. We don't have, we, first of all, we don't know um, what causes it. We, we know of some risk factors 
you know, like if you smoke cannabis or yeah. family history, you know, but we don't know. We are just kind smoking of, weed is one yes. of the only yes. known. It's one of the only known yes. causes. Yes. Whether it's legal or not, yes. I'm telling you what we learned in school. Yes. I'm not asking whether it's legal or not. I'm saying that. Yes. It's it's one of the only known cause that if you take this, you yes. can have this. Yes. Doctor, is it true it or is not? Very very true. Yes. Where, where do you practice true. your psychiatry? Do you practice it in uh, Rwanda? No. Where? In, in Wheaton. Wheaton. Yes. In which uh, state? In, in Chicago. Chicago. Oh. oh yes. <laughs> So there, there are three main. Does Obama stay near where you practice? <laughs> it's, it's a little close. A little yes. close. Come this way, please, yes, please speaker. Please. Yeah. Um, so, so, so are they out of touch with reality? Yes, that is the highest symptom. The first one is the delusions, and then second one hallucinations, and then the last one that really, you know, is a loss of touch with reality. You know, when they lose this touch with they lose they, when they lose touch yes. with reality. And one of the cardinal yes. uh, features yes. of it is also disorganized speech. Yes, yes. Well, give us some of the, the, yes. The, the yes. Tell yes. us. <laughs> yes, they, they they do have disorganized speech, which is a reflection of um, disorganized uh, disordered thoughts. thoughts. Yes. yes, they have um, tangential thought patterns. Yes. <laughs> And what about what, what what about word what is a word salad? Yes, the, the, the disordered thought becomes so severe to the point where the the sentence structure is lost, and they start to jumble words, which is equal to word salad. That is a really severe form of schizophrenia. Or they give answers unrelated to questions. Yes, and they is, say things that are not yes. related to what is being that, said. That's right. Yes. 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 No, I, I'm also a doctor. Yes. I, I think you don't know that. Yeah. Yes. This is where they become circumstantial. They give you um, answers that are not related to what you ask. Yeah. And then when the circumstantiality becomes severe, it becomes tangential. They become very tangential. And then it becomes very disorganized. And then word salad or verbigeration is the kind of the, the, the worst. So when, when, we, when we are out of touch with reality and we don't see the truth that zero is actually more than minus two million, then it's, it seems to remind us of something, isn't it? What does it remind us of? That's a loss of touch with reality. A loss of touch with reality. Yes, that is true. Very, very true, yes. And when a lot of words are joined together, which... It's word salad. It's a word salad. Word salad. Yes. Word salad. Verbigeration. Verbigeration, yes. Hey! Find the nearest art student and tell the person, listen, listen, watch yourself, okay? Watch yourself. Don't use big words which you don't understand. Amortization and uh, what? Thank you.
Yes. Uh huh. Yes. You see now? Wet salad. What? Yeah. Amazing. Hallelujah. Sit down. What are we discussing? You've forgotten. You've lost touch with. The spirit you have tells you about where that spirit is from. If the spirit is from God, it tells you about things of God. And if the spirit is of the world, it tells you about things of the world. And the things of the world become very great to you and very important to you when you have the spirit of the world. When you have the spirit of God, the things from God become very great to you. And the Bible says that, that we might, we have received the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things which are freely given to us by God. So when the spirit of God is in you, it's all about God, God's things, you know. And so when pastors were anointed with the spirit of God, you hear them talking of God, of the great things of God, the power of God, the spirit of God, the anointing, and things to do with God. Yes. And what God loves. Yes. Beautiful. And so, which spirit do you want to have? Spirit of God. Spirit of God. Yes. And the spirit of God is going to reveal to you your calling. Even the interest in a call. The interest in a mission. The interest in people like William Carey. The interest in people like Adoniram Jackson. The interest in people like Count Zinzendorf, who was the first global missionary. He sent missionaries to the whole world, including Ghana, from Germany. That, that interest is something that is a result of the Spirit of God touching you and making you interested in the things of God. Honestly, I have books by Lee Kuan Yew in my library. I have a big library of many books. Many books in my house. Many books all over. Books, 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 books. I have all these people. Lee Kuan Yew, um, Clinton, this, anybody you can think of. I have. I've never read them. I just look at them. <laughs> it's not that I, it's not that I, it's like, it's like the interest and the time to read about these people. It's like the interest in, it's not stirred up in me. Yes. I mean, it's not that I don't, I, I prefer to read Rejoiner's vision about God and the deep things of God. Where he's talking about the dragon. The dragon of self-centeredness and selfishness. It's, it's, it's more interesting to me than what Lee Kuan Yew did in Singapore. I'm sure it's a good thing. I was there a few months ago. It's very great. But honestly, the interest and that interest is from the Spirit of God. And so what I'm sharing with you about what God loves is from the Spirit of God. God is revealing to you. Yes. 
And you see, you, for instance, you have an interest in India and Indian souls. It could be from the Spirit of God touching you about the second largest group of people in the world. Your fav- favorite missionary is Adoniram Jackson. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, that is the Spirit of God showing you things about God and about His Word. So, allow God to stir up your interest in Him. And that's what we are doing at this camp. And we are showing you that God is coming to you seeking something. I tell you, He really does want something from you. And Jacob, Isaac, that night, he wanted something from his sons. He wanted something he loved. He said, make me something. You know, I love. I don't know whether his wife has stopped cooking. I don't know what problem they had in the house. You know, sometimes some wives stop cooking and it's like, tell it, look, you have to find an alternative way of getting this food. So he just told, he fell, his eye fell on his son. Can you imagine telling his son to cook cooking? Yes. I mean, you'll be surprised. Everybody that have been praising Rebecca that, I mean, she's a wonderful woman behind every great man. It's a woman who's doing this and that. But Jacob had fallen onto the sons, promising them blessings. I'll bless you if you make me food. You just make me dinner tonight. I'll bless you today, you see. Hey! <laughs> Does it sound like some houses today? Does it sound like some houses today? Oh, yes. Yes. There are a lot of houses. You think that they are, they are eating and drinking because the person hasn't lost weight. You, you feel that he's having what he wants. But not knowing Rebecca has stopped cooking long time. She said, I'm past all those kind of things. I need my boys to cook for me. Hey. When she was getting married, maybe she would say, I'm going to make what Jacob Isaac likes. I'm learning this, you know. I met one lady from the Caribbean. She learned how to make shito more than any Ghanaian lady. She could make, I mean, yeah, she could weave around it. You know what shito is? We have a food in Ghana called shito, shito. And it is a real, I mean, very tasty food. The name is a little deceptive, but it is very, you know, it's very, it's, yeah. And she, she, yeah. Lift your hands and say, I'm going to do what God loves. I'm going to give what God loves. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Sit down for a minute. Tend to, who is at the back there? Tamar, come. Um, 
turn with me to John chapter 15. Hmm. Are you ready for what is coming? John chapter 15. John 15. Beautiful. Now, what do we have in John 15? We have there something that I call the laws. The laws of fruit bearing. Amen. Law number one. I just want to throw this in. These are the laws. Law number one. Fruitless Christians will be taken away. Fruitless Christians will be taken away. Amen. Are you there? Yeah. John 15, verse number 2. These are the laws. He says, I come seeking fruit. And if he's coming seeking fruit, you better know the laws of fruit bearing. I am the vine and my father is the husband man. Verse 2. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Amen. He does what? He taketh away. Wow. Now, what does it mean? It means that <laughs> you'll be taken away. <laughs> Look, you give me five ways you can be taken away. Give me, give me one of those chairs. Please. Thank you so much. Sorry to make you carry this chair. Now, how can you be taken away? Let's, let's give five options. You just tell me. Number one, what? Death. What type of death? Sudden death. Number two, slow death. Sudden death or slow death. Number three, irrelevance. Shh. Listen on. 
You know, this is talking about your death or your life. If I was you, I'd be very interested to know these laws. Every tree that beareth not fruit, your, your fruit is where? Your fruit is where? You, you, you sit in a church. You sit in church. You sit in church. There, I, I don't want to lie to you. Many churches here could be seven times bigger than they are. You know, all I have seen over the years is that change the shepherd and the church will change. change you just change that person. Everything will change. Yes. Change the person and everything will change. We had a pastor in a certain country, never could get beyond 40, 50, become 80, and become back to 30. I changed the pastor. Recently, they sent me pictures. They had about 780 people in the church, the same church, the same church. I don't want to mention the country, but it's a certain country whose name begins with one of the alphabets. Why do you want to know things? Huh? Every church here could be much bigger. Yes. Every church here could be much bigger. Much. Oh, we already filled. We filled nothing. We filled nothing. We could fill convention centers and we could fill stadiums. Yes. In this country. Yes, I promise you. I promise you. Just say, come everybody. One night. And the whole place will be full. The buildings that we are dedicating on Sunday. Opening and dedicating on Sunday. This church could be ten times stronger to buy it in a flat. You see, when we bought our church building in Kolegono, it was, it was the first church building of our church ever in Ghana and in the world. We raised funds for two years and paid slowly over two years. But after that, some years later, the same people, the same company were selling another cinema hall. Once we finished negotiating, I realized later that the price was exactly the same price as we bought our first church building. We didn't raise funds. We didn't ask anybody. We just told us the price today, and then tomorrow we paid. Same, in one day. There was no meeting. There was nothing. So, what is happening in Newark, where we just come together and we've been struggling to repair and so on. The church here could be 10 times stronger and say, okay, okay, we buy this, we buy that, we buy that. Benny Hinn's church building in Orlando was for sale some time ago. We could have bought it. There are many, many buildings that have been for sale and campuses. Yes. Our church, our church could just buy them. Okay, we've bought it. And that's it. It's, it's worth buying. We could have bought all these. 
And people are selling churches because of money they can't pay. You know what people don't realize is mortgage is coming French word mort, mortuary, mort, dead. <laughs> Gage, pledge, pledge of death. Death pledge. Mort, il est mort, il est mort. Is it correct in French? Il est mort, il est mort. Il est mort means he is dead. Il est mort. Il est more, more. I think I'm speaking the right French. Some people are laughing, but you are laughing because you don't travel. You, you are laughing because you've never been for holiday in Paris. That's why you are laughing. Father, let the person who was laughing very loud go to Paris very soon for holiday in Jesus' name. So, back to... He that beareth not fruit is taken away. You could die fast and suddenly. Like no one expects you to be dead. Nobody will expect ever that you be dead. And the next moment you are dead. You've not seen it before. You've not seen it before. Then number two, you could die slowly. Number three, you become not relevant. You were very important. There are people that used to be very important to me. They are not so important to me anymore. Yes, they're very, very important. When I was coming to start the church here in America, do you know America? (laughs) When I was coming to start the church here in America, Dr. Nosh was very important to me and today he's still very important to me after 25 years yes he's still very important to me I mean I didn't know anybody here he was the only person I knew he had a car car with two doors (laughs) he came to pick me from the airport said let's go to my house and he took me to his house. He put me in, in a room without windows. <laughs> no, but I don't blame him. That's what he had. So he was breathing the air upstairs and he puts me underground. <laughs> now, you may be important, and at a point you are, you are not important. Oh no, Lord. May, you all, your, may your importance increase only in the name of Jesus. Important as far as God is concerned, you are increasing importance in the kingdom of God and the house of God. Yes. Shakatalabasonga. Yes. You'll be relevant in church. You'll be relevant as far as souls in this world are concerned. You'll be relevant. You'll be relevant as far as the church work is concerned. You'll be relevant. 
as far as the running of God's house, is in, you are important and you'll be more important. Yes. And he says, when you don't bear fruit, you are not, not important anymore. It's one of the ways you are taken away. Wow. Wow. You know, there are ministers who used to be important in the church are no more important. That will never happen to you. Yeah. Sit down. You've given me three ways this scripture can be fulfilled. Number four. Replacement. Ha! Are you going to allow somebody to take your place? Don't let anybody take your place. Oh. Yes. Don't let anybody. You see, what I'm preaching now stirs up missionaries. Don't be surprised if somebody says, well, I came from a camp and I decided to be going to be a missionary. Don't be surprised. I'm preaching the same thing. Yes. Preaching the same. Yeah, he used to be here in camp meetings. He used to be. He's building a church, a church with an office block in Managua in the Caribbean. In the, I say Caribbean, uh, Nicaragua. Big church. Last Sunday, they had hundreds of members in their church. Hundreds. Yes. 133. Yes. Nicaraguans. Pure. And you know, when I saw, I met the, was it the president or the, the mayor? The mayor. The mayor, he told me, there is a part of Nicaragua that people came to in 1633. And they all came from Ghana to that town. What's the town called? Blue, Blue Fields. Blue Fields. All those people are, came from Ghana in 1633. Yeah, it's known. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. And it's been an, it's an area. And they speak English. Part of Nicaragua speaks English. Yes. Who? The mayor. When are we coming? <laughs> the mayor was asking when we are coming. Yes. Amazing. And people from here are going to be found in all these countries. You know? You see, if people had obeyed me, I would never be. By now, I'll be divided the church that this camp is only in Spanish yes. and this camp is in English. I would have divided into two. Now, you can't come for the English camp because you are Spanish. You can't come for the Spanish camp because you are the English-speaking church. I would have had only Spanish people, plenty with Spanish-speaking if they obey. There are people who used to give $1,000. In those days, they were the most important people in the church. Today, if you give $1,000, your importance is not so much. <laughs> not so high as it used to be. <laughs> yes. He taketh away. 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 He take care. If you play with your position, you see that somebody is taking it just now. Yes. That's, that's, these are the laws of fruitfulness. You have given me four. Give me five. I need five. 
sickness. You can be sick and you can't go out. Yes. You can be sick and you can't go out. I can't, I can't, I can't move. I can't go. Yes. I've visited, I've visited pastors. Pastors who I saw and I knew preaching in their houses. They couldn't go out. They couldn't go out. There are pastors I knew when I was visiting them that I would not see them again. Yes. One time I visited a lady pastor and I, I knew I would not see her again. Yes. And, and truly I didn't see her again. She, she died. Yes. I visited pastors who preached every Sunday. And now every Sunday they're at home watching television. Not, 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 not CNN or films. I'm watching the church on television. Listen, my friend, I came to encourage you uh, to be the most determined, fruit-bearing Americans. I say this church can be ten times bigger. Me, one of the things I don't look at things that look impressive. This church can be ten times bigger and better. Yes, that's the truth. Some of you, you just sit, you do nothing. You just sit, you do nothing. You do nothing. NATO, 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 NATO. You're just concerned about doing well in your life and doing this. A lot of things is blessing. You know, I've been studying... One of the things I've been studying is girls who don't marry. Yeah. Yes, it's like, it's something I've been, yes. <laughs> it's true. It's, 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 it's intriguing. It, it, it tears up my interest. Yes. And you know, one time, and I've seen a number of them, prostitutes. Who marry? Yes. Professional prostitutes. Who marry. Yes. You see a man, listen, shh, you see a man who has many options, but he chooses the prostitute. Yes. I, I, I can show you even documentaries to watch, and you see. He says, and he's, he's in the room with the lady. And there's a queue outside of the people that are coming because he has, I think, 30 minutes, so they have a certain amount of time. And they are all sitting in the corridor waiting to come. Most prostitute rooms are dingy rooms. And they are waiting. But he's there proposing. He said, I like you. I want to. Wow. What makes somebody like you? Have you ever thought of it? What makes somebody choose you? I believe it's a blessing of the Lord. I believe it's a blessing of the Lord. Yeah. And that's why you must be grateful after you are chosen. And not turn your life and your, your being chosen into 15% versus 85%. What do you think? Yeah. All 
the girls must learn how to make meat pies. Brothers, do you want your girls to know how to make meat pies? You don't want meat pies. You like meat pies. He likes meat pies. Mexican meat pies. How many want a blessing? And you see, when I say these things, people laugh. Oh, ha, ha, ha. I said, meat pie. It is now. And you see, it's a, it's a prophetic word. Learn how to make rock bands. Learn how to make meat pies. Learn how to make sausage rolls. Learn how to make spring rolls. You can't be a carpenter at home. We, we, need, we, need, we need somebody who, who's bringing comfort and delight. Softness. The laws of fruitfulness. Tell somebody, I just learned the first law of fruitfulness. What is the first law of fruitfulness? Every branch that beareth not fruit is taken away. Fruitless Christians will be taken away. Hmm. Number two. Fruitless Christian, fruitful Christians will be purged to make them bear more fruits. Wow. Now, purging is a semi-violent process in which unwanted qualities and conditions are removed. Semi-violent process in which certain qualities and conditions are removed forcefully. It's out. Purging. Once you start bearing fruit, like now, this camp is a pruning camp. It's a purging camp. Because many of you are also fruitful, but your fruits are not enough. You see, salt... When there is salt in food, but the salt is not enough, it's still like there's no salt. How many have eaten food that there was salt, but the salt was not enough? Isn't it? There's still something wrong with the food. Even though there is salt, but it's not enough. So when you bear fruit, but you don't bear fruit enough, it's like you are not bearing fruit. That's how salt is. And the Bible says, if the salt has lost its saltiness, what shall we do? So, God wants you to, wants to purge you. And that's why sometimes he allows us to go through semi-violent shake-ups. That shake you. And sometimes humble you. Yes. You know, humility is so important for fruitfulness, humility. 
And sometimes we are so big. And God wants to bring us down. One of the things that can bring us coolly down to our knees is marriage. Marriage and boys. Huh? You like it. You like what? You like the marriage. At the right time. Marriage and boys. It's one of the things. All the sorrows of girls come through marriage and relationships and children. All your crying in this world, in this life, is all from that related. Yeah. And it's one of the ways that God brings you coolly down. You just, you just cool down and say, Jesus, it's you I love. It's you I love. Lord Jesus, I've changed my mind. At first you love Peter Lava, you love him. You love all kinds of people. But then you change your mind at the point you say, it's Jesus I love. I want you Jesus. I love you Jesus. I choose you Jesus. I want you Jesus. I prefer you Jesus. Yeah. And, it, and it, brings, it brings you down coolly. Sometimes financial struggles. Yes, some of you have been through hell and fire. Financial fire. It brought you down. Yes. There was a time you thought you were flying high. But some of you, you are not affected by troubles. Because you are hard like Lucifer. Nothing can humble you and bring you down to your knees. No matter the trouble, you will never change your mind. Yes. Today is a day of turning around. Listen, tell yourself, what must I change and turn around from? Did you come here to write notes? No. Come here for your heart to be changed. Don't come here to write notes. All these things are in books. This what I'm preaching is a book. Ah. If it's notes you want, we have more notes. You came here to change your heart. Something must change. A semi-violent process to remove unwanted conditions and qualities. Yes. When I see the crusades, I remember only troubles. <laughs> the troubles that I was experiencing at that time. Yes. I think it, 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 maybe it, it's God's way of helping me. I don't remember much victory. I remember difficulties. Yeah. Sometimes I finish having a crusade and I start crying. Yes. Then I start, I start crying. Only troubles are in my head. Yes. Troubles. <laughs> yes. Issues. Many times. Many times. There's nothing. I don't even the slightest feeling of happiness. Many times. That's how it is. Rejoiner said, the Lord said to him, you can never do my work unless you know my pain. If you don't know pain, you cannot do my work. Yeah. So, 
Let God change you. You don't need notes. You need a change. You don't need more notes. You have a thousand notes already. You need change. You need real change. Some of you have to change your friends. That's all. Your friends have to change totally. Totally change your friends. Yes. Change it. Just change it. I don't want you to be my friend again. Today is the last day of friendship. I, don't want, I, need, I need new friends. I need, I need, I need, I knew, I knew somebody else. I'm leaving you behind. I'm moving on. If you listen to my preaching, you'll be happy. You'll be happier in this life in America. It's true. There's a lot of pain here. There's a lot of sadness. It's, it's very deceptive. That everything is okay and everything is nice. And it's not like that. It's not true. There's a lot of difficulty. Yeah. So if you listen to what I'm saying, especially the little things, you'll be surprised. When, when you hear people laughing, you know, recently there was a lady, she's a young uh, wife in a church. You know, she was at home and her mother was listening to preaching. I was preaching. And her mother called and said, I want to talk to you. Do you people listen to your pastor when he's preaching? Because he said, I hear a lot of shouting and so on. Do, do you hear the things he said? They are very serious. He said, if I knew what he was saying, I would be married today because she's not married. I'd be happy today. She told her daughter. Her daughter is also married with a child. If I was listening... I hope you people are listening. Are you shouting, laughing? I said, make me buy. Hey, you can't make even an egg. No, let's be serious. You can't make an egg. Most Ghana girls cannot make eggs. You see, that's why I say I don't bother to tell people things. I just look at them myself. Glory be to God. So. All right. Listen, we are, we are coming to an, to an end soon. Number three. Cleanness and purity are needed for fruit bearing. That's the third law. Cleanness and purity. To be clean and to be pure is needed. These are the, it's a law. Jesus said, you are clean through the word I have spoken to you. He was telling them about fruitfulness. And he said, you are clean through the word which I have spoken to you. Now, that cleanness that you receive, that makes you qualify to bear fruit. It comes from hearing the word and receiving the word. Yes. Amen. Amen. Now, cleanness and purity are needed to do the works of the Lord. And that cleanness comes through the word. Now let's take Ernest whom 
who went to Nicaragua. I don't think he is purer in terms of fornication and lust. Do you see? Than you. Tell somebody, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. All brothers here, you are guilty. Is it not true? Yes. Yes. If 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 you think, if you think that you are going to do the works of God because you are free of lust, then go to heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Then just go to heaven, that's all. In Acts chapter 3, I think it's verse 12, Peter said, why do you look on us as though it is by our own power or our own holiness that we have made this man to work? These are two things that a pastor doesn't have, his power and his holiness. He doesn't have it. And Peter was saying, Charlie, look, power and holiness here, Charlie, these two things here. We beg you, Charlie, don't be ascribing them to us. Power and holiness from the way. No. He said, he said, okay. You see, so, but when you hear the word, people who do, they, they listen to the word. Like as I'm preaching and there's a camp, they will listen to the makane. Over and over. Those are the people who bear fruit. That's why Jesus was saying, you are clean through the word. He was just talking about fruitfulness. So this, 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 this uh, interjection looked almost out of order. You are clean through the way. How does it have? He said, every brand that abides in me bears fruit. And he, if you don't bear fruit, this and that. If you abide in me, if you don't abide in me. We were talking fruit, 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 fruit. He was talking about, oh, then suddenly after he says, you are clean through the way. He said, yeah, because, you see, you know that you need something. But what you need will come through the word. So those who soak in the word, they don't become purer. Sometimes while they are soaking in the word, they are lasting. Every young man must serve God in spite of the feelings of lustfulness. And every young girl must serve God in spite of the feelings that are raging through your flesh and your soul. And sometimes your greatest fruitfulness will be in the midst of those fires that are burning in you. Yes. Because... The same thing that gives that fleshly fire gives you energy for soul winning. Yes. True. That's true. That, that, that drive is what makes you even go out to do the work of the Lord. Yes. So, 
don't, don't be looking around and thinking, you know, when I become holy like this guy, I'm going to become a pastor. When I become holy like that, says, people look holy, but are not holy. Especially those who wear glasses. They really look holy. Now, now listen. Listen. Listen, let me tell you something. Shh. Listen, I, 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 want to, I want to say something that maybe you've never, you've not heard it this way before. Please, I beg you to listen. Are you listening? Everybody has a look on his or her face. Now, that look is what is used to choose actors in films. Yes. So, a wicked person has a wicked look. No, sometimes he's a, sometimes he's a very good person, but the face looks wicked. Like, have you watched Rambo? The man, the man who came to torture Rambo during Rambo number two. The one who said, you are strong. Very strong. The strongest so far. That man. He has a wicked look. So he's used in another James Bond film. You know, in every James Bond film, there's a very bad, he's, the, he's, he's in, also in a James Bond, one of the very bad films. Bad person. He's always, he, because he has a look like a, a killer or somebody mean. Now, if you take, some people have a funny face. They, they look funny. Rush hour, those Jackie Chan. They just look like they are joking. Everything looks funny. Are you with me? Shh. So, your face, just, if not, you'll be surprised. Some of the people even who look strong, they are not, they can't fight even, they cannot even play chess. At all. You know, one day I saw somebody acting. I said, oh, no, 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 no. He was beating people in there. I said, no, it's not true. In real life, he cannot beat anybody. Now, in the church, there are people who look holy. Yes, and if you are to choose holiness, you always look at them. This man is a holy man. And those of us who don't have that holy look, are always intimidated when you are with people who have that holy look. Are you with me? And those who wear glasses tend to have a holy look. They look holier than those of us. Now, Some of them don't wear glasses, but they really look prim and proper and very together. Yes. And sometimes they are the wildest sinners. 
I tell you. Do you know why? Because the, the face is a cover-up. And no one, no one can, can suspect them. Yes, the face. Don't be, shh, don't be intimidated if you don't have a holiness look. How many have looked at yourself in the mirror and you, you look some way like you really, you, you don't look, if you don't look spiritual. Who is this? Rumble, the guy. You are strong, very strong. Beautiful. Yeah. I was once with a Christian who always made me feel sinful. His glasses were very thick. Very thick. (laughs) What is the first law of fruitfulness? What is the first law of fruitfulness? I cannot hear you. Fruitless Christians will be taken away. What's the second law? Fruitful Christians will be purged to make them bear more fruit. What is the law number three? And how do you get the cleanness and fruit bearing? Through the word. Say, I'm receiving the word. I'm receiving the word. Every missionary always points to a camp. Either was at a camp or listened to a camp and that was it. I'm going all out. I'm going to serve the Lord. The word cleans you. The word strips you of what will not help you. Yes. But as for the feelings, the Bible says Elijah was a man of similar feelings. Tell your neighbor, I'm, I'm just becoming like Elijah. That, that, that's the feelings. The feelings I have are all Elijahic feelings. They are Elijahic feelings. <laughs> Elijahic feelings. Are you ashamed of being like Elijah? Do you mind if you are like Elijah? At all. It's, it's an Elijahic feeling. Sit down. Number four, closeness is needed for fruit bearing. Closeness. Closeness. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can you, except you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Amen. Amen. Are you there? Except it what? Abide next to the vine. 
No. Except it, it does what? It abides inside. Closeness. You can never bear fruit unless you are close. A male and a female have to be inside each other in order to bear fruit. That's a, a very high level of closeness. Are you listening or you are going home? Wow. That is why we make a big deal about listening to the podcast, listening to the makane, getting connected, staying connected, becoming close, relating with pastors, not sitting at the back, choosing always, I want to be at the back. As you've come to the camp, how can you choose the back? I mean, let's be serious. You've chosen the back. Closeness is always connected to fruit bearing. Because you must abide in. So measure always your level of closeness. You know one of the reasons why people are not close? Because you are not obeying something. When you don't obey, when you see the person, oh, <laughs> I'm coming to this thing. <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 that's what makes us go away. My, my lay pastors all over the world were my closest pastors and friends all these years. And as time when I kept on preaching about missions and Pharaoh, and I shouldn't preach about it, but preacher, you see, God is blessing, blessing the church. He's not taking away from me as I preach these things. He's blessing. Yeah. He's not making me poorer when I'm preaching all these things. He's not taking away from me. Yeah. I shouldn't preach what is in the Bible. But as they wouldn't obey, some of them felt convicted, then it going away from me as if I didn't like them. But I like them. They are the people that I have. I told one of my lay pastors, I said, you are all that I have. This is what God gave me. God didn't give me American partners with millions of dollars. This is what I have. You are all that I have. He couldn't believe. I said, you are all that I have. You are all that I have. What do I have? These are the people I have for years. <laughs> how can I not like you? From how? How can it be? Am I mad? Have you, do you see any sign of schizophrenia? On, on me? Do you see any sign of loss of reality? You see, you see, don't let your disobedience. You know, one time, one time I, I spoke with one brother. He was disobeying the word of God. He was disobeying what God had told him. He was disobeying. And I told him, I, I told him, I gave him advice. In the disobedience. You know, one time I saw one brother who was backsliding. I said, look, when you finish backsliding, you come back. We'll be here. You know, you have to know how to advise backsliders and everybody. Now, this guy was completely disobeying. So, I told him, listen, pray 
as you go on this journey of disobedience, for the grace of God and mercy and wisdom, do it. I, I told him what to pray. Yes, and God, God turned things around. Yes, God turned things around. I mean, amazing. I, 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 I don't want to tell you the story, otherwise you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> so I've decided to abridge the story. Today, this brother I'm talking about is, is in a country whose name begins with one of the alphabets. <laughs> Doing wonders over there. Pray, even when you are disobeying, you say, Lord, help me, I tell you. Even when you are going to sin, when you go and you start, pray, Father, help me, help me to escape, help me, I'm, I know what I'm doing is wrong, just save me, I pray, I beg you. God is kind, oh. Never stop praying to God. This is the mistake that Judas made. Look, Peter was wilder than Judas. P Peter said, I don't know you. I said, I don't know him. You don't want to me. I said, I don't know him. What do you mean? Nonsense. I said, I don't know him. No, I mean, and he, he did it three times to emphasize that he has no connection with Christ. Yes. But for coming back to God, he came back. Judas said, I don't want to know it. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Never say bye. Oh. Never say bye. Never say bye. No matter what you do, even when you are high or if you are high, just remember, never say bye. I'm going to church. I'm going to church. I'll never say bye. Yes. Never say bye to God. Always come back to God. Even when you are sinning, pray in the middle of the sin. If you are committing fornication, whatever, as you are doing, say, Father, look, I'll never stop praying to you. Help me, Jesus. When you finish, pray for mercy. Pray that you never do it again, but pray for the grace of God. Don't stop praying. I'm telling you, don't stop praying. Don't go away from God. Don't go away from God. Don't go away from God. You are not the first and you will not be the last who is not able to make it. That's the point. You are not the first, you will not be the last. But I promise you. There are other people than you coming. Wider than. Never, never say bye-bye to God. God, bye-bye, never. I'll be here, Lord. Yes. I saw one sister in the university. Hey, she was, I mean, a serial, you know, sinner. A serial sinner. Serial sinner. Hey. I mean, she could move from room to room, house to house. I told her, I said, listen, we are here. Everything you do when you, you are okay, come back. We are here. God likes you. God loves you. God loves you. Yes, you finish and we'll be here. When you don't do that, when the person finishes backsliding, the person will even go and join another church. You see the person leading worship in another church. It's like when the person finishes backsliding, he says, I can never go back to you. I'm going to a new place where they don't know me, where they don't know that I fell down. Yes. God likes all. 
his children. You will not be the first, you will not be the last. Yes. They are wilder people. Wilder. Is it clear? All of you young guys, some of you, you've done some small sin and you feel that you are, uh, you feel that you are, 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 you are Demas. You are not Demas. No. You, you don't know sin. There are, there are levels. Yes, there are levels. By the way, you know, Jesus met a lot of people. He met, you know, the woman of Samaria. He told her, hey, you can join my church. Remember, he met the woman who was caught in the very act. Yeah. Jesus, you know what Jesus said? Would, you know what? Hello? Hey, wait, listen, I'm preaching. Don't talk when I'm preaching. Hey, who is there? Jesus told the woman, the, the woman, he said, these are his words. Neither do I condemn thee. I don't condemn thee. I'll, I'll never condemn thee. Come. Come. I don't condemn thee. Come. Look at it. I don't condemn. I don't, I, I don't condemn thee. This thing, no. But Judas, he said, it would have been better that you were not born. Never be a Judas, you. In Jesus' name. Father, let him never be a Judas. Amen. Amen. Yeah. He said, I, I don't condemn. It's what you did. Don't forget. Go, 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 go. Continue being in the church. Okay. But Judas, he said, ah. You have been, your mother should have bled. Anytime I see ladies who are pregnant and the baby comes out, you know, like six weeks, I always tell them, look, don't cry. This one, maybe Judas is coming out. It's better. It's better. Would you want to give birth to Judas? Let it go. Another one will come. Thomas will come. Judas should go. Yes. Peter is coming. Another person is coming. But let Judas go out. Yes. Amen. Are you listening? Yes. yes. So, what is this law of fruitfulness we are talking about? Closeness. Yes. Abide in me. You must be close. Podcast. Makane. Books. You, your name must be known. You know, Jesus said, you will not go to heaven. Why? Because we've committed fornication. No, he said, well, I don't know your name. I don't know you. So not being known is a very high sin. Yeah. So those of you who are happy to say, I said at the back, you know, I don't know. I don't want my pastor to know me. I don't want, I don't want you. You are a fool. That's what I'll say. You are a fool. I didn't mention your name. Did I mention your name? I mentioned him. I said, why are you upset? He didn't mention your name. I mean, how do you know that it's you? How do you know that it's you? Oh, I don't need anybody to know me. I don't want to, I just want to stay in the church incognito. Wow. Oh, you should be known. You should know your name. Somebody should know your name. So, 
pastor should know your name. It should be close. All secretive people are dangerous people. The person you are told not to marry is a strange woman, not a lustful woman, not an adulterous woman, not a fornicating woman, a strange woman, a person you don't know. You see, there's a food in Ghana called Kenke. Fanti, uh, wait, shh, listen, listen. Kenke, it's called Fanti Kenke. What it is is that you peel off the leaves. And each leaf you peel off leads to another leaf. So there are a strange person is that each secret leads to another secret. Yes. You'll be married to a CIA agent, you'll never know. Yes. You will never know this person works for CIA and FBI. Yes. Because the main thing they are told when you work for CIA and FBI is blend in. Blend in. There must be nothing unusual about you. I'm sure there are some of you here. You blend in. You blend in. They pay you to blend in. I know them. I know, I know, I know the characteristic of a CIA or FBI agent. Yeah. There are some things I don't I will not say in the pulpit because you, you, you use it. I, I use those to know you. Yeah. They don't just employ anybody, but people with certain characteristics. When you have those characteristics, you have to, and you never stand out. If you are here and you work for the CIA, you be you look just like one. You say hallelujah, you do this, you do everything. You be standing, you say hey, hey, hey. Meanwhile, you are sending notes. <laughs> you ne- you never look unusual. Yes, you blend and you flow. Ask your neighbor, are you FBI? Could it be? Are you, are you FBI? Are you CIA? Ish. <laughs> Beautiful. We'll be ending very soon, but I want you to listen. Are you still listening? What is the fourth law of fruitfulness? Closeness. How many are going to be close? Don't sit at the back. Tell your neighbor, you will not see me here again. Don't sit at the back. I will not not sit at the back. I'm moving to the front. In the name of Jesus. Tell the nearest person, you are too quiet for comfort. Number five. Number five, glory to God. 
Abiding in Christ is necessary for fruitfulness. Abiding. Staying for a long time in Christ is necessary for fruitfulness. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruits. Staying. How long you've been around is important. Now, I want to say that anybody who's been in Christ for three years, I believe you are abiding. Yes. So, if you've been around for three years, honestly, you are abiding in Christ. How much more five years? How much more four years? How much more ten years? They're supposed to be fruits. Abide in Christ. Let us put a time to it. How many will agree for three years that three years is equivalent to abiding? At least you've been around for some time. Where is your fruit? Some of you pastors, you should be ashamed of yourself. You've been a pastor for 10 years. You can only account for 20 members. Are you, are you, are you a cell leader or a pastor? Your church doesn't grow. Nothing grows around you. You should be ashamed of yourself. Some of your minister shepherds and other shepherds are more anointed than you. When you travel, the church grows. When you come, the church decreases. Is it nice for the church to grow when you travel? The people start coming. Oh, he has traveled. Let's go to church. Let's go to church. Let's go to church. As a person sitting by you, how long have you been in the system? How long have you been in the system? Huh. And you don't, have, you don't have a church. You don't have a center. You don't have any group. You don't have any cell. Nothing. Just around. Just around. Wow. Beautiful. Sit down. Lights. Tamar. And call. Listen, when we are watching a video, all right, when we're watching a video, we are all watching. We are not walking around. We're not talking. All right, is it clear? Is it clear?